Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, Numbers chapter 17. I love this one. This is a really good one. If I were to give this an overall principle, and that is that God qualifies the called. He qualifies the call. We're going to jump into this one. It's a short chapter today. But before we do that, as always, if you like this, make sure you like the video on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And also, don't forget to go to my blog at brandoncannon.com and sign up for my weekly newsletter. Sometimes I'll send stuff during the week, but mainly I'm in the process of changing this newsletter over from what it was to really just dialing in on this community that we're trying to build give you some other resources when it comes to the idea of just understanding God's word more every day. Because the more we dig, the more we find. And one of the things we really need to learn, we really need to learn what's called apologetics. That comes from a New Testament word, and I think it's First Peter, that says apologia, which is in defense of, and to defend our faith. We need to know what we believe and then know how to explain what we believe. So I'm adding a section there where once a week, just a video that I really enjoy or something, because I do a lot of stuff on YouTube. I like to, to see and to listen to stuff when I do this. And I like giving you resources. You can have that. So make sure you go to brandoncannon.com and subscribe to my weekly (laughs) newsletter. Okay, here we go. Chapter 17. Remember the context. There was this group of people with a guy named Korah in the last chapter that stood up against Moses and Aaron. And God wiped them out. And then the next day, a whole bunch more people said, hey, that was a foul. You shouldn't have done that. And so God starts wiping them out. (laughs) And before they could get everything stopped, 14,700 people had died because of disrespecting the Lord. And so right now is a time of judgment where God is saying enough. God is putting his foot down and saying enough of this mess. You need to stop. Well, he's going to do one more thing to ratify that Aaron is supposed to be the priest. Because let's think about this for a moment from the other side. Moses comes, liberates the people. That's all fine and good. But then he says, my number two, you know, because the high priest is really going to help run things because he's speaking for God at this point. The number two is going to be my brother. And then my brother's family is, is going to go through the lineage. Well, that you ever, you ever been like that where you're like, hey, wait a minute, why, why is this a family affair? You know, so I could get how they would kind of look at that. And so finally, people are kind of standing up going, I don't know if I, how I feel about this. So God is finally going to say, it's not just because Aaron is Moses' brother, okay? This is the way I have this planned, and there's a reason. And so now God is going to take it out of just Moses said so. You know, Moses is hearing from God and saying this. Now he's going to say, I'm going to put my stamp of approval on this so that you will always know that Aaron's family is the one I have chosen. And that's where I get this big idea. God qualifies the called. So let's read this. You got Numbers chapter 17 ready to go. Let's read this short chapter together. Verse 1 says this. Then the Lord said to Moses, tell the people of Israel to bring 12 wooden staffs, one for each leader of the Israel's ancestral tribes. And inscribe each leader's name on his staff. Inscribe Aaron's name on the staff for the tribe of Levi. For there must be one staff for the leader of each ancestral tribe. Place the staffs at the tabernacle in front of the ark containing the tablets of the covenant. Where I will meet with you. Buds will sprout out from the staff belonging to the man I choose. Then I will finally put an end to the people's murmuring and complaining against you. 
So Moses gave the instructions to the people of Israel for each of the 12 tribal leaders, including Aaron. They brought Moses a staff. Moses placed the staffs in the Lord's presence in the tabernacle of the covenant. When he went in the tabernacle of the covenant, the next day he found that Aaron's staff, representing the tribe of Levi, had sprouted, budded, blossomed, and produced ripe almonds. So God was like, not only am I going to put a, a, a bud on this bad boy, I'm going to go ahead and let an almond come on out. <laughs> I mean, he went, he's like over and abundantly saying, can y'all, can y'all stop? Aaron's the guy, okay? Aaron's the dude. Here we go. So when Moses brought all of the staffs out to the Lord's presence, he showed them to the people. Each man claimed his own staff, and the Lord said to Moses, place Aaron's staff permanently before the Ark of the Covenant to serve as a warning to rebels. This should put an end to their complaints against me and prevent any further deaths. So Moses did as the Lord commanded him. Then the people of Israel said to Moses, Look, we're doomed. (laughs) We are dead. We are ruined. Everyone who even comes close to the tabernacle of the Lord dies. Are we all doomed to die? So finally, finally they get to the place where they realize that this mess is serious. It's almost like, you know, they they kind of taken God for granted. Hey, God's on our side, so we can just do whatever we want to do. God will just take us however it is. We can call our own shots and all this kind of stuff. And God keeps saying, no, no, it's not how that works. I am for you and I am with you, but you're not you're not leading this party. I am. I'm in charge here. No, God's not like that. It's fine. It's fine. No, no, no. I'm really, I really am in charge. No, it's fine. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> he just lowers it. You know, and I'm, I'm trying to laugh at this destruction. It's just, God's like, okay, enough, you know? And so now they realize who they've been messing with. And now they have respect. They have respect for the Lord. And respect is where trust begins. Because you can't trust something you don't respect. And so they're finally getting to the place where they're starting to trust God. Now, they're not done yet <laughs> messing up. But they're closer than they were. And unfortunately, sometimes in our life, that's what God does. God, we continue to frustrate the grace of God, the grace of God, the grace of God, the grace of God, until finally one day God says, okay, boom, have it your way, and judgment falls. And then we get mad at God for judgment. But here's the amazing thing about God, is when we come back to Him, we see that God is God, and we are not. He always takes us back. And I love on this other side, that God qualifies the called. I heard this old phrase one time, God qualifies the called, He doesn't call the qualified. In other words, God didn't choose Aaron because he was the most likely to succeed. He chose Aaron because he did. He, he was the one that God had chosen. And then he qualified him. He said, this is the one that I have chosen. And that's really good for all of us because, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you were voted most likely to succeed at your student body, your gathering, if you've got everything going for you, if you're tall, dark, and handsome, if you're super intelligent and everything, just always get everything perfect, I got good news for you. God can still use you. <laughs> but the reality is, oftentimes, God uses the least likely to succeed. The one who is not tall, dark, and handsome. The one that's not the most intelligent person in the room. The one that's not the gatherer, all that stuff. He chooses people that nobody else would choose because most of the time, they're not full of themselves. They realize they need God. And so God doesn't call the qualified, the best among us. He qualifies the called, sometimes the least of us. And so I'm not, if you're in here and you feel like God's got a calling on your life, I'm not calling you the least likely to succeed. I'm just saying, let's be honest. We can't do this thing without God. And the great thing is we were never intended to, but he walks with us every step of the way. All right, let me pray for us. We've been listening to God. Now let's talk to him and then we'll read our scripture and we'll be done for today. Father, thank you so much. 
that you qualify the called. You've got a plan for every one of us, and it's such an honor to be in your kingdom. I pray that every day we will realize the honor that we live in. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God's word says in Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. I love you. Hope you have a great day. I will see you tomorrow for Numbers chapter 18. All right. If you're still here, the quick outro real fast. I'm going to give you a name. His name is Frank Turek. He is one of my favorite Christian apologists. And as I was saying at the beginning of our time together, we need to know what we believe and why we believe it. The day of just just because I, I was raised that way, that means nothing anymore. You know, The world is coming at you and they need answers. We're supposed to have them. And one of the things I love about Frank Turek is he goes around these different colleges and he has the, does these lectures. Then he offers Q&A where people are welcome to come up and ask him questions. And I love listening to how he frames things. He has a good world Christian worldview and then he answers them. So I would recommend you go to YouTube, look up Frank Turek, and let's start working on our apologetics so we can defend our faith. Okay, I love you. I'll see you tomorrow.